You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Awesome presence. Feel this place. This is holy ground. This is holy ground. We're standing on holy ground. That's what he told Moses, remember? At the burning bush, when Moses had his first encounter with God, he encountered the Father. He encountered Jehovah. And the first thing he said to him is, this is holy ground. You're standing on holy ground. Take off your shoes. Take off your shoes because where you stand is holy ground. And he took off his shoes and he had direct contact with the soil. Hallelujah. He had direct contact with the soil. And I believe that it was a, a statement in the spirit. It was a statement in the spirit. Makatondo brodusta. Yeah, we need to take possession. We need to take possession of the land. It's not by might, not by power, but it's by the spirit. It will take a fight, but we are not intimidated. We are not afraid to fight. Are you following me? We have been equipped. We have been, we have been ordained. We have been anointed for battle. We have been anointed to confront Pharaoh. And Pharaoh must let my people go. He has no choice. He has no option but to let my people go. That's what the Bible says. And God is going to use everything necessary to ensure that Pharaoh is destroyed. So every Pharaoh that has stood against us, I have news for them this morning. The power of God is coming. Jehovah is coming for you. It's coming. Amen? Turn with me to the book of Exodus chapter 5. Exodus chapter 5, reading from verse 1. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. Let my people go. <laughs> Why? That they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, nor will I let Israel go. <laughs> it's because he doesn't know the God that sent Moses. So sometimes we we, we, we go and we declare the word of the Lord and the enemy is saying, who are you? Who are you to think that you can be free? You can be free from this bondage. So, we see here that they said, 
the God of the Hebrews has sent, uh, has sent with us, has met with us rather, please let us go three days journey into the desert and sacrifice to the Lord our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. You would think that, oh, this is, you know, Pharaoh would just, oh, wow, okay, pestilence, God is going to punish you if you don't serve him. No problem, you can go so that he doesn't punish you. Then the king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why do you take the people from their work? Get back to your labor, <laughs> your hard labor. Go back. And Pharaoh said, look, the people of the land are many now, and you make them rest from their labor. So the same day, Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their officers saying, you shall no longer give the people straw to make brick as before. Let them go and gather straw for themselves. You shall lay on them the quarter of bricks which they made before. You shall not reduce it, for they are idle. Therefore they cry out, saying, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Can you see? When you want to do things for God, the enemy begins to react violently. The enemy gets angry. He increases his oppression. He increases his oppression upon your life because you want to serve God. Because you want to serve God, because you want to obey God, don't think that because you obey God, the enemy will just fold his hands. No. If you choose to obey, get ready to fight. Get ready for war if you want to obey God. Are you ready for war? So they made it more difficult for the Israelites. More difficult. He says, you are idle. That's why you are going to church. Oh, all this church you are going to all the time. Why do you go to church? Why do you go for outreach? It's because you are idle. Why do you give towards the work of God? It's because you don't have what to do with money. Come on. Yeah, how many people have given and then they felt attacked after that? You've experienced that before? Okay, that's Pharaoh reacting. That's Pharaoh reacting. And the sad part is that many of God's children succumb to Pharaoh. They succumb to Pharaoh. So, Pharaoh would not agree. And because of that, things got worse for the Israelites. The Israelites were, were so angry, they came back to, to, to Moses and said, Moses, what is all this? Why are you disturbing the status quo? Things have been fine. Everything has been fine until you now came to say God appeared to you. And now you say, God said this. 
and look at what has happened. The moment I gave my life to Christ, look at what has happened. It's like the whole of hell was loose against me. What is the benefit of serving God? What's the benefit of being faithful? What's the benefit? Look, look, look at my life. Look at how things have gone. Just because I want to serve God. It were better for me to have remained an unbeliever. Have you not heard that before? I have heard that before many times. Yeah. Many times. But you need to understand what is happening. It's a reaction. Because the enemy can see that you want to walk away from bondage. He, wants to, he, he, he now sees that you are getting ready for the promised land. And he doesn't want you in the promised land. No. You must remain to serve him. That's what he wants. For you to continue to serve him. And so, things we know as, as time went on, God begins to judge uh, the, the, the nation of uh, Egypt through the plagues. But I find interesting, <laughs> I mean, Pharaoh is just the devil incarnate. Because he now comes up with some deals. He comes up with some deals. He makes some proposals. He makes some proposals. He gives Moses four proposals. Let's skip to chapter 8. Chapter 8. Verse 25. This was after the plague of flies. It was just too much. So, Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron and said, Go! Sacrifice to your God in the land. Can you see? That's the first deal. Sacrifice in Egypt. Don't go anywhere. I have given you permission to worship God. Worship Him in Egypt. Come on. Yeah, I've given you permission. You can stay within the abominations and still pray to God. Yeah, you can, you can still remain in the nightclub just praying. But so far as you are in that environment, it's fine. It's okay. I don't mind. Come on. Yeah, I don't mind. You, you just, just, just stay there. Just stay there. You can pray there, Moses. That's the first deal that he, 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 he tries to strike. I wonder the kind of deal that Pharaoh is proposing to you. Huh? <laughs> The deals. Don't deal with Pharaoh. Are you following me? Yeah. What did I say? Don't deal with Pharaoh. Don't strike any deal with Pharaoh. Don't strike any deal. Don't agree to any deal with Pharaoh. In fact, yes, that, that's even better. Don't agree to any deal with Pharaoh. <laughs> 
Because Pharaoh is not honest. Pharaoh does not want you free. Every deal from Pharaoh is designed to subjugate you and to keep you under perpetual servitude. So he is now saying to them, you can sacrifice to God. It's okay. It's okay, Moses. I understand. You must pray to this God, but just do it in the land. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. So you can just do. Yeah, you, you, you can pray to God in, in, you know, in the midst of your sin. Just remain there with your sin. It's okay. Just be praying. You know, you're under grace. It doesn't matter. Just, just continue. Yeah, God doesn't see your sin. God sees the blood of Jesus. So continue. Is that not what is happening? Yeah, just continue. Hey, let me tell you, it's part of warfare. Pharaoh is bringing out a tactic here to say, look, we don't have to be enemies. I'm not too bad. Just stay. You can pray. It's okay. I don't mind. Pray. Pray in tongues, jump, sing, praise, worship, whatever. But just remain here. Just remain here. Continue. Just, you know, just yeah, be holy here. Act as though you are holy. But remain in Egypt. Remain in the world. Remain in sin. Are you getting me? Yeah. Continue with the life of Egypt. But you can pray. I don't mind. <laughs> deal or no deal. <laughs> then look at, look at what Moses says. And Moses said, it is not right to do so. Hallelujah. I thank God for Moses. For we would be sacrificing the abomination of the Egyptians to the Lord our God. If we sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians before their eyes, then will they not stone us? We will go three days journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God as He will command us. In other words, we are receiving instructions from God, not from you, Pharaoh. Pharaoh, your prescription is not in, that's not what we need. You are not our God. Remember, in Egypt, Pharaoh used to be worshipped. In those days, Pharaoh was also one of the gods. So when Moses comes to him and says, let my people go, Pharaoh says, who is the Lord? I am the Lord. Who is he? Which other God is here? It's me. So, Moses, this is how you're going to do it. Go to Egypt. Remain there and worship God there. What a deal. 
Moses would not agree. And I pray that God's people will be wise enough not to agree to Satan's deals. Because I have news for you, Pharaoh is still striking deals today. He's still striking deals today. And that is why God's people are so weak, they cannot, they cannot fight Pharaoh. They cannot confront Pharaoh. Why? Because they have already agreed to his deal. And once you've agreed to his deal, there's no amount of prayer you can pray, you will not be free. You will not be free. And Pharaoh knew that. And that's why he says, just sacrifice in the land. He knows. So far as they remain in the land sacrificing, there's no freedom. They will just be religious. So there is a lot of religious activity, but no freedom. And that is what is happening to many believers today. Because they've bought into Pharaoh's deal. Hallelujah. Now, look at the next deal. Somebody say, don't, de- don't, don't agree to Pharaoh's deal. You, you, you sound afraid. <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> say, don't agree to Pharaoh's deal. Don't agree to Pharaoh's deal. Yes. Look at deal number two. So Pharaoh said, I will let you go that you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only you shall not go very far away. Intercede for me. <laughs> Pharaoh is asking for intercession. He says, You can go, but don't go far away. You can get out of the world, but don't be far. How about that? Come on, just be close enough so that we are identical. Don't be too different. Be, be, be close. Be close. Yeah. Don't be far away. Yeah. Be relevant. That's right. Yeah. Be relevant to Egypt. Are you going to agree to deal number two? Maybe deal number two is better than deal number one. <laughs> it's still the devil's deal. That's right. He says, you can go. Don't go far. Just a few steps away. Why? So that Egypt can draw you back easily. Yeah, that's a strategy. It's okay, it's okay. Give your life to Christ. Give your life to Christ. Come on. Yes, yes. But come and join us to do this. Yeah, you know, we've been buddies for so long. Come on, let's continue like in those good old days. Yeah, you can still be a Christian. You can still do your religion. Yeah, you can still pray. You can still sacrifice. But (laughs) connectivity. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah. And that is the, the deal that, that, that Pharaoh is trying to strike with Moses. 
And he's even asking for intercession. So you say, wow, God is touching his heart. He's even asking for prayer. Hey, you go back and start testifying. Hey, you know, Pharaoh asked for prayer. He asked for prayer. Oh, brethren, let's pray for Pharaoh. Let's intercede. Let's pray. God is moving in the heart of Pharaoh. Maybe he will get saved. Who knows? He might join us. Let's pray for Pharaoh. <laughs> You're joking. <laughs> Pharaoh is not going to let you go. He won't. Not without a fight. And look at what Moses said. Then Moses said, Indeed, I am going out from you, and I will entreat the Lord that the swarms of flies may depart tomorrow from Pharaoh, from his servants, and from his people. But let people, uh, let Pharaoh not deal deceitfully anymore in not letting the people go to sacrifice to the Lord. So Moses went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord. And the Lord did according to the word of Moses. He removed the swarm of flies from Pharaoh, from his servants, and from his people. Not one remained, but Pharaoh hardened his heart. At this time also, neither would he let the people go. Can you see? Hey, Pharaoh is a hard nut to crack. That's why you must be in a warfare mode. Be ready to fight for your freedom. Be ready to fight to enter into the promised land. Be ready to fight to enter into your inheritance. If you don't fight, it will not happen. All those deals are supposed to keep you from the promised land. They are designed to keep you from the promised land. And I'm telling you people, we must not agree to any deal from Pharaoh. It does not deal fairly. He hardened his heart. He will not let them go. Deal number four, uh, number three. I'm going to give you four deals. Okay? Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 10. Let's look at from verse 8. This was after locusts have invaded the land of Egypt. They've invaded the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh, things are not okay for Pharaoh. His people are coming and they're saying, what is it with these Israelites? Can't you allow them to go? You know, we need to release some, some judgmental... <laughs> Elements, hail, huh? 
let's release some weapons, some missiles into the camp of Pharaoh, into, into the land of Egypt, into the kingdom of darkness. We release them. The reason why Moses was, um, the plagues that Moses released over Egypt, each of those plagues address a particular God in Egypt. But sometime we'll, we'll look at that. But the main thing is that Moses had so much power that he could call things. He could call he could call the, 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 the flies into Egypt. And, and the flies obeyed Moses. A man like you. Hallelujah. When he met with God, God gave him power. God gave him power to judge Egypt. So God is giving you power to judge the enemy. Hallelujah. The Bible says that we shall judge angels. We shall judge angels. This, I'm telling you, there are some angels that have been in captivity. We're going to judge them. But you need to learn to interact with the power of God now. You need to learn to walk with God. You need to get close to God and begin to, to, to access those powers. So you can cause Lucas to fill the land. <laughs> oh. Pharaoh had never seen such a thing before. In his entire life. It had never happened on earth before. Amen? So, what happens? Uh, verse 8. So Moses and Aaron were brought again to Pharaoh. He summoned them. And he said to them, Go, serve the Lord your God. Who are the ones that are going? <laughs> Who are those going with you? He's angry now. Go and serve God. Okay. You want to worship God, right? You want to worship God? Go, go. But by the way, who is going with you? Who is going with you? Look, 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 what, look what he says. Then, then Moses said, we will go with our young and our old, with our sons and our daughters, with our flocks and our herds. We will go, for we must hold the feast to the Lord. Then he said to them, the Lord had better be with you when I let you and your little ones go. Beware, for evil is ahead of you. Ah. <laughs> huh? It says, not so. Go now, you who are men, and serve the Lord. For that is what you desired. And they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. So in other words, he's saying, let only the men go. Leave the rest of the family. Go worship God alone. Leave your wives and your children. Let only the men go. What does that mean? Is that freedom? That's right. 
Can you see Pharaoh's deals? Can you see Pharaoh's deals? Go and serve God, but leave your children. Leave your family behind. You serve God alone for yourself. It doesn't matter. Let them decide for themselves. Let them decide for themselves who to worship. You worship God. Leave them alone. They will make a decision for themselves. And I want you to know, people, that one of the things that is, one of, one of the, the, the strategies of the enemy is to detach the family. Because if as a unit you serve God, he knows the power. He knows the power. So what does he do? He tries to detach. To detach the family. You, yes, it's okay. You can be zealous. You can be on fire. Go to the wilderness. Serve God. But leave your family behind. Go to church. Leave your family behind. Come on. Yeah. Leave your family behind. You serve God. Don't worry, when God blesses you, they'll also be blessed. You just go and do it, but leave them behind. That's not smart. Not smart at all. And that's why in this church, we always pray for our families. We always pray for our families. Everybody that is connected to you is destined for heaven. Do you understand? Yeah. The enemy must not have any of them. If, if the enemy still has any of them, it shows there's need for a fight. We need to confront Pharaoh until we break his power. We must break his power. Break his power over your children. Break his power over your family. Everybody must be free. Everybody must be free. Don't agree to Pharaoh's deal. Don't agree to Pharaoh's deal. Leave your family behind. Because if your family is behind, you are still not free. It's deception to think that you are free while your family is behind. Right there under captivity, they are not free. So you must fight. Come on, somebody say fight. Yeah, fight to liberate your entire family. Yeah. Why should only the men go? Or like nowadays, only the women. Is that not what's happening in church? Mostly women. The men are behind watching soccer. Come on. Yeah, they're watching soccer, they're playing golf while the women are busy serving God. Do you think that's freedom? That's Pharaoh's deal. That's Pharaoh's deal. And we must fight to break that thing. We must break that thing. Every, everyone in your family that is not saved, we break the power of Pharaoh over their lives. In the name of Jesus. We free them. We free them. He says, you believe in the Lord Jesus and you shall be saved with your household. Your entire household is supposed to serve God with you. 
But Pharaoh says, oh, no. Not everybody should go. Not everybody should go. Some people should go. Others should remain. But I thank God for Moses. Moses will not agree to that deal. Amen? Amen. Are you going to agree? I say, oh, no. They don't, they, they're still young. They don't know. They don't understand. Hey. You know, it's one of the strategies of the enemy. Years ago, uh, I heard about this woman who came up with a strategy, 10-point strategy, to break the influence of, of uh, Christianity over the nations. And one of those strategies, one of those strategies is to ensure that there is an excessive child right. And it is to break the, 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 the influence of the parents over the children. They say, let, let the children decide for themselves. Let, make it into law that parents are not able to transfer their values to their children. I'm telling you, go search it out. Mary Alice Bailey. She came up with that. She had a visitation from a demonic entity. A demon appeared to her and gave her a 10-point strategy of how to break the, the, the influence of Christianity, the Judeo-Christian influence over the nations. And guess what? The UN adopted it. And many nations have adopted it. Now, what is happening? Many nations are in trouble. Because they cannot control the children anymore. The children have become unruly. Why? Pharaoh is in charge. Pharaoh is in charge. You see, a child will get up and shoot his father. Where is that coming from? When the children are left, the Bible says foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction drives it out. Now they have made it law. You cannot spank your child in many nations. You turned out right. Didn't you? Yeah. Uh, you were spanked, right? How many people were not spanked? You were just encouraged. Go and stand in the corner. Huh? Go and stand in the corner. <laughs> not in my house. <laughs> yeah. Stand in the corner. And a shambok are two different things. <laughs> yeah. They are two different things. Yeah. So the Bible says, spare not the rod. Because when you spare it, you spoil the child. The child grows up without understanding authority. And then are you surprised they are burning libraries? Isn't it senseless? Is it, you want free education and you are burning the library. What do you want to read? What? How? 
How, you, you want to be educated with what? You are burning the institution that is supposed to educate you. Can't you see something is wrong? There is a pharaoh that is ruling those guys. I'm telling you. So that's what happens when parents go to serve God and they leave the children behind. Pharaoh disciples them. We must break that. Hallelujah. We must destroy that. Finally, let me give you the last deal of Pharaoh. Ha. This guy is amazing. Look at verse 24. Now, this was after the ninth plague. Darkness had covered the land. Okay? It had covered the land. Then Pharaoh called to Moses and said, Go, serve the Lord. Huh? Only let your flocks and your herds be kept back. Let your little ones also go with you. Pharaoh, by the way, what do you want to do with our flocks? Yeah. What are we going to serve? What are we going to use to serve God? We have said we want to sacrifice. We want to hold a feast. You want us to hold a feast without eating? What kind of a feast is that? But you see, Pharaoh is not interested in you serving God as you should. He's not. So he wants to hold back. He wants to hold back. Hey, you can serve God, but don't serve him with your money. Come on. Only give him your heart. Don't give him your pocket. Yeah, no deal. Say no deal with Pharaoh. No deal. No deal. I'm telling you. Look at the next verse. Look, look. But Moses said, you must also give us sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. We need our Livestock. Everything is going. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. E- listen, everything you possess must worship God. Amen. Worship God with your car. Worship God with your children. Worship God with your money. Worship God with your body. Worship God with everything. Amen. That's the deal. That's the deal. We are not going to agree to Pharaoh's deal to leave anything behind. Everything is going with us into the kingdom of God. Serve God with your qualifications. Serve God with your education. Serve God with everything. Not agreeing to any deal. No deal with Pharaoh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you going to agree to a deal with Pharaoh? No. You must serve God with everything. Moses said, our livestock also shall go with us. Not a hoof shall be left behind. Come on. Somebody say, not a hoof. 
Not a hoof will be left behind. Everything is going. Everything connected to me is dedicated to the kingdom of God. And we are going to use everything we have to serve God. Hallelujah. I'm not holding back anything. I'm not holding back anything. Pharaoh, you have no right. You have no right to determine whether or not or how I serve my God. I refuse to agree to any deal with Pharaoh. I like Moses. Moses did not agree. He did not compromise. Many believers today have compromised. They have bought into Pharaoh's deal. I am telling you, that is why many people are not free. That is why many people are not serving God as they should. That is why many people are in today, out tomorrow. In today, out tomorrow. They have not broken everything. They have not gone far out of Egypt. Some are still close. Some are still within Egypt. Some are serving God, but have left their family. The family is still there in Egypt. So because of that, they constantly have to go back to Egypt. They so say, come back. You, will you go and leave your family? So that means it's just a temporary experience. It's a temporary experience. You go have a powerful time. The glory of God comes down. Fire, everything. And then after that, back to Egypt. Back to Egypt. That's what happens when you agree to Pharaoh's deal. But not for Moses. Moses refused. Not a hoof. <laughs> I like that. Not a hoof. <laughs> I think we better pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Come on. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.